The dust has settled in the NBA draft. Nine Big Ten players selected, and we couldn't even get the first one right. Means we've got a whole lot to talk about. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening into Locked On Big Ten. Thanks for making the show your first listen every weekday, at least three times a day as well during these off-season months. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson, and coming up on today's show, we'll get into later on some updated men's basketball odds. IU, the new favorite in the Big Ten at the betting sites. But before we do that, of course, the NBA draft yesterday. We'll dive into everything that we saw last night before talking to Matt later on here right now. But again, first, before we get into it, thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. All right, let's start talking about this draft. Again, nine Big Ten players selected, and we have to start right at the top with the first one off the board because it is not the one that we thought it was going to be, or at least I thought it was going to be going into last night. I had said for a couple weeks at the very least now, that I thought that Jaden Ivey was not only a lock to be the first player taken out of the Big Ten, but I thought he was a lock to be that number four pick. He was somebody who I think had never really climbed up to the range of Smith, Bancaro, Holmgren, but I think he had separated himself in the pre-draft process from everybody else, or at least I had thought, but instead, at pick number four, the Sacramento Kings not only don't trade the pick, something I thought was becoming maybe even a likelihood by the time we got around to draft night. But they also don't take Jaden Ivey. And not only do they not take Ivey, but they take another one of the Big Ten wings in Keegan Murray out of Iowa. An interesting, interesting move, but it's something that, while unexpected, I feel like if you're a Kings fan, you have to be at least confident in the pick, right? At least thinking it from a Big Ten perspective here. Here's what I had when this initially happened going through my head. First off, whoa, was not expecting that. Did not think that Keegan Murray and Johnny Davis were on the same level that Jaden Ivey does. Just Murray Murray going first made me reevaluate like, okay, is this Ivey then Murray and Davis? Are all three on this same tier right here? Could we see Johnny Davis go before Jaden Ivey too? All that starts happening, but then... I think about, okay, what goes through the Kings' minds in making this decision? Because Jaden Ivey was obviously on the board there for him, too. They had a pretty good idea sitting at pick number four who was and wasn't going to be there. So, if you take that into effect and you see that really they were able to look at everybody else on that draft board, narrow it down to, let's say it was Murray and Ivey that they were choosing between, if those are the two guys you're trying to decide between, I don't know if the situation gets really any better for you as an NBA scout. Because these two teams play, these two guys play in the same conference, in the Big Ten, against the same team. So when you're looking at film and things, yeah, you can look at a Jaden Ivey against Apollo Bancaro. But those, team, those guys aren't playing the same teams night in and night out. And teams change over the course of a season. Teams change over the course of a week in college basketball. We know that, but... When you're looking for side-for-side comparisons here, 
and trying to figure out in the most minuscule of margins what's the difference between Keegan Murray as a prospect and Jaden Ivey as a prospect. The Kings were able to look at everything. You want to know who does best uh, against the good defenses out there? You can look at the games against Indiana for both Iowa and for Purdue. The sample size is there for a Kings team to be more confident in taking a Keegan Murray over Jaden Ivey than, say, an Ochaya Bagdi or anybody else from another conference over Jaden Ivey there, too. The point I'm trying to make here is that if you're going into the front office at Sacramento and you're saying, okay, we have it down to these two guys, if that was the case, I think that at least if you're comparing two guys from the same conference, you're able to maybe more confidently make that leap and take the Keegan Murray that we didn't think was going to see be taken at number four over Jaden Ivey, who then goes right after at number five to the Pistons. I still think Jaden Ivey is the best player out of the Big Ten in this draft. I still think Jaden Ivey has plenty of potential to become the best player, period, out of this draft. And I think if I was a Detroit Pistons fan, I would be ecstatic right now at the idea that at number five, I got a guy who could be the number one out of this draft class. There are not that many picks that you can say that about. Obviously, the top one's all there, but I'd be very happy if I'm a Pistons fan. I'd be happy if I'm a Kings fan too, because while maybe my guy wasn't Jaden I or my guy wasn't Keegan Murray, maybe I wanted Jaden Ivey over him as a Kings fan. If I was a Kings fan, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to be a Kings fan. But if I were a Kings fan, let's say I wanted Jaden Ivey at that four spot, at the very least, if my team takes Keegan Murray, I can go into my head and, and think of the process that went through, that they had to go through, to say, okay. This is our guy instead of that. And at the very least, that process includes at least a sample size of them playing against similar and same teams and players. That, I think, matters, at least at the very least, a little, little bit. Moving on. Uh, other notes that I had just on the players drafted. Let's, of course, just go down the list first. Uh, Murray went fourth to the Kings, then Ivy fifth to the Pistons. Next was Johnny Davis, of course. He goes tenth to the Wizards. Malachi Branham fell a bit out of the lottery room, talking about him edge of lottery range. He goes down to 20 in the San Antonio Spurs. That was something I wasn't super surprised by, just because I felt like the hype around Branham had been built a whole lot in this pre-draft process. I think he had been someone who had been like, all right, lottery pick potential is there throughout the course of the season. But at the end of the year, I was not thinking, oh, this is someone you need to be spending one of the first 14 picks in the draft on. But and he doesn't go there. He goes 20 to the Spurs. I think it is a smart pick at 20. I think it makes sense that a smart team like the Spurs picks it. Moving on, it's Caleb Houston then in the second round. Those are the four first-rounders. Caleb Houston in the second round goes number 32 to the Magic. Max Christie of Michigan State, 35 to the Lakers. Bryce McGowan's 40 to the Hornets. He falls down a little bit. He was kind of thought of as maybe a fringe first-round guy. EJ Liddell, 41 to the Pelicans. Musa Diabate, 43 to the Clippers. Uh, both those Michigan freshmen get drafted, Diabate and Caleb Houston. I guess I kind of assumed that when they left school, that they had some sort of assurances that they would at least get picked at some point in the 60 picks. Uh, they get picked rather high, though, if you ask me. Caleb Houston at the start of the second round is not what I was expecting. Musa Diabate, I was thinking, would be more toward the end if he got drafted at all. So uh, 
Big Ten, I thought, had a really good showing as a whole here in this draft. Of course, the top guys are the highlight. Three picks out of the top ten. Four players invited to draft room. That's big stuff. That's stuff that people see. And when you see those Big Ten logos, it's stuff that players and recruits remember. So good showing on the Big Ten on that front. We're going to talk more about what the actual fits are and things like that with these teams later on. I'm very interested to hear how like Jaden Ivey fits into that already really interesting young Pistons team. That's going to be something to talk about. Malachi Branham in with the Wizards too. We got Jay Stevens in on Monday, who I'm sure will have more to say about that fit. And of course, everybody else, seven other guys to get into as well. We're going to talk a whole lot more draft at the start of next week when we can get someone in here now that the picks have been made. In a second, though, we're going to talk with Matt Sheen about what's next for Big Ten basketball. Draft is done. We're going to get into the latest odds from Bet Online that have the Indiana Hoosiers as the favorites in the Big Ten with Trey Jackson Davis coming back onto the court. Is that right? Should they be heavier favorites than they are right now with Michigan still right behind them? We'll talk to Matt about all of that here in just a second. Bet online is where the game starts if you're a sports gambler. If you're someone who needs the information, needs to make sure you have everything you possibly could before putting that bet in and making sure that you got it on the right spot, Bet Online can help you out with all of the latest odds, movements, inlines, and anything else that you could possibly need to know at betonline.net. Then, of course, when you're done looking and doing all your research, you can place your bets at BetOnline too. It is a one-stop shop for anything that you could possibly need as far as your sports gambling goes. Head on over to BetOnline right now and see what we're talking about. It's a website that, one, looks good. Can't promise that with all of your sports betting sites. But also, again, has everything that you need in that one stop. If you're someone who is liking to get all sorts of information, you know it can be very tedious, keeping all those tabs open, trying to keep track of all the stuff that you're taking in. Bet online can pack that all into one convenient package for you and deliver it to you, of course, over at betonline.net. So head on over to the site, check it out now at betonline, where the game starts. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I just have their line, and then the other top lines around the Big Ten. We won't talk. We won't again need to get too much into things. Right. Cool. Sweet. You're tuned into Locked On Big Ten. Now that the NBA draft is done, we can start to again look forward to the next Big Ten basketball season. We'll, of course, talk a whole lot more draft stuff as we start to get acclimated with the new Big Ten players and their NBA teams. Uh, Matt Sheehan's with us here to talk on the show with us as well. It'll be after it had already happened, but uh, Max Christie's hoping to get drafted here tonight. Matt, uh, what are you feeling about his, I guess, prospects going in as a prospect? Yeah, it's odd, right? Um, I'm an MSU guy, locked on Spartans. I love all my Spartans, but like, wow, was that underwhelming last year, huh? Uh, for a five-star kid, shot less than 30% Big Ten play. Um, didn't have the legs to go the full season, play north of 30 minutes per game. So, yeah, listen, uh, his, his stroke looks good. It's just that the shots weren't going in. So maybe like there's something there. Uh, he gets more, you know, muscle on his legs to survive the full season, going from obviously, you know, a 30-ish game season in college to however many he's going to be playing in the G League or NBA. So, yeah, it's definitely a case in the draft of that you're drafting on potential right here, not the guy who he is. So, but wow, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, like talking like Raven about this guy after uh, – 
kind of was, uh, I don't want to say let down. I'm in a good mood today, but yeah, let's just leave it at that. Um, so good luck to him. Good luck to whatever team drafted him. But whew, wow, that left a lot to be desired in East Lansing. So how about that for an answer, Nate? Bet you weren't expecting that one. <laughs> There's a whole lot of Big Ten players who are kind of going to be around that group. Not all of them yeah. have that, I guess, potential that you talked about, though, with Max Christie. Right. A whole lot of still growing for him to go as a basketball player, as sure. physically an actual person. So someone will take yep. that chance and put him on the roster that we know. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where exactly he goes yeah. and how exactly you feel about that fit we'll talk to you about that though next week and sure. i'm sure i talked a little bit about it here in the show earlier we're talking on thursday afternoon before the actual draft but let's talk in here about big 10 basketball in the future now matt as we have some time here after we talk draft indiana is now the favorites to win the big 10 at least in the sports books at bet online to win the national championship they are Best odds in the Big Ten at plus 3,300 now the Hoosiers have. We've talked plenty about these lines. We said if Trace Jackson Davis is coming back, that changes how you think about this conference as a whole. I've said that I think now Indiana's the favorites in the Big Ten just because they have a kind of standout that I don't think anybody else has had so far. But mm -hmm. I think the question then becomes how big of a favorite can you make the Hoosiers? Because right now I'm at least leaning towards wanting to say that this is at least a full step above anybody else in the big 10 right now. I, I'm kind of with you. And mm -hmm. the only team that would maybe give me pause where like they should be on the same tier is perhaps Illinois. And because they've had a pretty good, you know, transfer window, uh, you know, to borrow a term from soccer here, like, yes, they lose Kofi Coburn, but still like you're, you're making up for it with some pretty solid players all around. And not only that, but like Indiana, they also got some pretty good recruits coming in. Uh, you know, they got four guys in their class. I believe Indiana has the same as well. But, you know, you got two top 50 guys nationally. And that's Ty Rogers, you know, the guy that Michigan State was after. So that was heartbroken to see him go to Illinois. But also Sky Clark as well. And these are instant impact guys, kind of like what Indiana has in Jalen Hood-Shafino and then Malik Renau. It's, yeah, so I think it's going to be a two-horse race there. I, look, Michigan will be solid. You know, they did okay with transfers. I mean, yes, they did lose uh, Diabate. They lost Houston to the draft. Michigan State will be okay. But, like, listen, there's a lot of okay teams. But, yeah, I mean, to wrap up my answer, I think it is Indiana and Illinois kind of right a notch above just okay. Yeah. Well, it's those three teams at the top, and, and it was kind of a bit of a switch from what I thought was going to happen. I thought Michigan was going to get at least one of, like, a Diabate or a Caleb Houston back from Same. that draft yeah. class. I thought it was more likely that Trace Jackson Davis was going to go than what ended up happening with him staying. Illinois mm -hmm. loses Kofi Coburn, but you mentioned does well in the transfer portal. So instead of seeing a Michigan kind of shoot up here by getting those players back, they lose them. Indiana ends up taking the top spot. Illinois is third as far as the actual odds go. I'll get to in a minute, but I'm okay. kind of a little bit hesitant to pull the trigger on a Michigan kind of at least if you're looking at it as a bet, and I'll, I will say it here, Indiana's plus 3,300 to win the national title. Conference odds aren't out yet. Michigan's at plus 3,500, so right next to him, and then Illinois' third at plus 5,000. It's a top three that Illinois and Indiana have pushed their way into with their off seasons. I'm interested in how to evaluate a Michigan team that really has kind of stayed the same, if not lost players that we thought it was going to have back, but is still talented enough to warrant being near the top there and in your head if you're trying to bet on this uh, or bet on at least in this case a national champion we're using them to talk about big 10 lines though 
Yeah, it, it, no, it, it's right on. And like, you can look at some of the things I just said about Indiana and Illinois when it comes to, yeah, yeah they, they signed some pretty good transfers. They got like Jalen Llewellyn, I think Joey Baker just also transferred there, if I'm not mistaken, it could be wrong, but, and they could have room for one more too, if they want to add like a, an Amani Bates, for example, which would just set this state on fire uh, as far as rivalry fodder goes, but that's beside the point. They also do have, you know, two top 50 kids coming in jet Howard. Of course, he's the, the son of the coach and Terrace Reed as well in the center. Speaking of center. Yeah. I mean, you do feel pretty good about Hunter Dickinson coming back for his junior year. He will be roughly 37 years old too. Like he's always been, you know, older than a lot of his, his classmates. So, you know, it's experience. It's also physicality, it's maturity. So, you know, they got the full package there, but, you do miss, you know, your guys in Diabate and Houston and we'll see Eli Brooks too is gone. So like, we'll, we'll see how they are with, yeah, it's awesome that Dickinson is coming back for them, but like, wow, that's a lot of youth that you also got to rely on here. So, whereas Indiana just shred more experience, Illinois a shred more experience. So that's why I just give them the nudge over the Wolverines. Summer is officially here, which means it's cruising season. If you're in the Big Ten country, you know that these warm months are not going to last long. You want to take advantage, and you want to make sure that when you're doing it, you don't get any hang-ups. It would be awful to be planning some sort of big trip, big just drive around town even, and some time to relax. But then all of a sudden, you have to stress out about something going wrong with your car. If you go over to rockauto.com, you can get all of the upgrades, repairs, or even something as simple as just new mats for the car over at one place without dealing with the middleman, without dealing with the price hike of dealing with that middleman at the dealership or the part shop. You make sure you're getting exactly what you need from a family run business that is just trying to make it easier to work on your car. So again, if you need to make a repair, want to just make sure everything's up to shape or make some upgrades, head on over to rockauto.com right now. And when you do, let them know that we sent you by putting locked on in their how did you hear about us box at checkout. I think it's been at least starting to be established though that these are talent-wise top three teams in the Big Ten. It was right after mm -hmm. the season, big question mark as to who's going to have what just at all. But now that things are started to at least settle as far as the dust goes and the NBA draft, maybe the biggest component of that is out of the way we have at least an idea of who's going to be good and where at the start it was kind of like yeah Michigan probably looks the best but that's really just based off what we saw last season now right. we have an idea where like an Indiana team okay that team's going to be really good we know what it looks like with the returning players with the recruits coming in that's going to be a good team Illinois mm -hmm. fought their way back into being a good team and maybe they're the value bet at plus 5,000 if you're talking about a national title but yeah. again I'm, I'm thinking this more as far as far as winning the big 10 goes these are teams that I, I think at least now when you look at the rest of the way down the line there's a drop down to Purdue plus 6600 Michigan State's plus 8000 Ohio State and Wisconsin are plus 10 those yeah. are the teams where right. it's like kind of middle of the pack okay they may be the long shot picks to win a Big Ten Wisconsin won the Big Ten from that spot last season but I think as far as just like what we have on the court what we have on paper at least it's those three teams that are starting to separate. And just to bring it full circle too to your NBA draft discussion earlier, it, it's yeah, because a lot of these teams did lose, you know, great players to the draft. Jaden Ivey for Purdue, you know, Johnny Davis, Keegan Murray, you have uh, Liddell and Branham down at Ohio State, but those aren't necessarily teams I think can just reload like that necessarily. And whereas, okay, like Illinois, 
yeah, they, they lost Kofi Coburn, but I think they kind of did reload there, especially in the transfer portal. You have a team like Michigan that, yeah, they did lose their guys, but they also have two good recruits that you could maybe plug in and play immediately. We'll see. But yeah, that's why they're a step below teams like Indiana that really didn't lose, you know, their top guy to the draft and Illinois, who I think did reload. I just don't think the other teams are in a reload situation, if you will. So that's kind of where I leave it at that. But hey, we'll see. I've been proven wrong many a time on this year podcast. So we'll see if this is one of the times. So the point of the conversation was to talk more about kind of just the betting lines here. And again, we don't have the big 10 lines out, but as far as just national championship odds go and taking things based off that, it is Indiana plus 3,300, Michigan at plus 3,500, Illinois at plus 5,000 right now. If yeah. those two teams at the top are that close, Indiana and Michigan, when as far as Big Ten odds come out, who are you picking to win the Big Ten right now? That's a good question. No, I, I got to go Indiana here um, just because I, I love the way they ended last season and they had a lot of good momentum at the end of last year. And I think they kept enough of the pieces around to continue that into next season along with, you know, the, the star studded recruits. So yeah. Whereas Michigan was always like kind of a team that was spent the whole year trying to find itself and yeah, sure. They made it to the sweet 16, but that's what happens when you get to play a mountain West team in the first round. And then Rick Barnes in the second round, that's the Sparty and me trolling right there. But am I? Let's be honest. Rick Barnes kind of sucks in March. So, like, I don't know. How, it was kind of a, like a facade to me. That seemed like more of a mirage than actually Michigan carrying sound momentum into next year. And you're doing it all without two players that just went to the draft and praying that these freshmen can step up somewhat in their spot. So we'll see. Fascinating season coming up for the Wolverines. Fascinating season coming up. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the biggest thing to take away here if you're a veteran is that maybe you missed your chance if you're trying to jump that gun we talked about, like the Indiana line at first when we didn't know about Jackson Davis was a whole lot different. Illinois, we had no idea they were going to be doing what they did in the transfer portal, but that team now has a line that's a whole lot different. We knew this was a possibility that these teams would be getting these players back at some point or maybe or would be finding it out at some point. So uh, I think if you're someone who's like, oh, I want to bet indiana to win the big 10 title shot's still there and i think there's a decent chance that the gap gets wider between themselves and michigan as the season gets closer but if you're looking for like the time when it was the most valuable there was a time when indiana was like third fourth in this conference on the lines now they're number one right now and that time has already come and gone so i think if you're again thinking of it from a betting standpoint maybe you missed the gun but at the same time I think it's early enough where you can really like, if you have faith in say a Hunter Dickinson, I mean, that team does have the most experience maybe coming back on its roster right now. I I mean, it's hard to say, but I I still think there's value to be had if you're trying to put money anywhere. Maybe Michigan is that value team now where before they were the favorites. Yeah. It's, it's all preference at this point, but yeah, I mean, Indiana, I, I don't necessarily hate that. You, hey, if you're going to bet it, you might as well do it now instead of, Oh, late February when they're already up three games on anyone else in the big 10. So, but I don't know. It, it's, it's fascinating. It, it's it's going to be a mucky, mucky year coming up for the big 10. It's just can Indiana keep their shoulders above all that mock that will be going on below them. Who knows? Purdue wasn't really able to do it this year, even though I thought they were going to be the top dog. So uh, not to talk about the rival right now, but yeah, Hey, Right now might be the time to strike uh, while the iron's hot for Indiana. Well, we can talk about this more when actual Big Ten lines come out here. Just wanted to take a second to take a look at it since, again, NBA draft's over. We now have a much better idea of what teams are going to look like. And lines have changed. 
since the last time we talked about it too, with Indiana at top, at least the national championship odds picture at bet online. Matt Sheehan's over at Locked On Spartans every single day, at least three times a week during the off season here. When we get started up, it'll be back to Monday through Friday. Matt, yeah. thanks as always for joining us. I'm sure you'll be talking Max Christie on the show here today on Friday where we're going and anything else that's going on with the team. You nailed it. Yeah, Max Christie, uh, maybe another football commit. I don't know if this is crazy <laughs> that we're talking about football recruiting this much as a Michigan State fan base, but whoo, we're loving it. So yeah, keep it tuned. Lock on Spartans. Nate, you're the man. Go enjoy your weekend, man. Let's, uh, let's go. Awesome. Thank you as always. Thanks. Yeah, for sure, man. So uh, yeah. yeah, catch you.